For streaming, creating, gaming, and more, power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional cyber savings event. Enjoy up to $400 off stunning laptops like the XPS, along with high-performance desktops and next-level Alienware systems, redefining what's possible with 10th-gen Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on top-brand electronics and accessories, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 1-800-BUY-DELL. That's 1-800-BUY-DELL. It is June 13th, 2019. And I'll tell you what. The weather has completely turned. The trees are blossoming. The leaves are looking very leafy. (laughs) It's a beautiful time to be alive. We're about two weeks before it's too hot. We're about two weeks before it's... I'm sick of this heat. I can't wait for the fall. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the fall because football is around the corner, mm-hmm. which we are all excited about, and we get into an incredible conversation about later. We talk about the Big Ben Roethlisberger. We got inside details about the number one pick in the NFL draft, Kyler Murray. We also cover everything that happened in last night's Stanley Cup, Game 7, throttling of the Boston Bruins by the St. Louis Blues with the entire crew from That's Hockey Talk podcast. Today's show is an electric one. And today's show is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, SeatGeek. Yes. Did you guys know it was SeatGeek? Yeah, I had an idea. Had a hunch. Mm. Did you really? I was hoping. Mm -hmm. I didn't know, but I was hoping. You know why I could tell you were hoping? Because I saw Todd mouth into the microphone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Please say the presenting sponsor is the greatest ticket buying app on planet Earth. And you even said, and the the moon. Don't want to derail the show. we got a great conversation coming for you. This is only supposed to be a minute-long ad read. That's all they paid for up front, but I need to talk about something. My theory about aliens living inside the moon and inside of planets is coming true. I just want that to be known. I don't talk often, but when I do, normally right. Anyways. (laughs) There's aliens inside the moon. They have to be. I'm 100% on board with it. They're finding shit on the moon that's just coming out of nowhere. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we didn't go there, so it's not like we put it up there. No. We, this got brought up earlier. There's a political suit. Yeah, wait. We don't <laughs> yeah. need to get no, into that. Yeah. We went Please. there, but we didn't Excuse me. Litter. Excuse me. If you're going to get a ticket to the moon, by the way, you get it through SeatGeek. Correct. We're still in a SeatGeek ad right mm-hmm. now. Don't you ever do what you just did to Buzz Aldrin. Every Actually, time. we did litter. Yeah, they were just hitting golf balls. Oh, come on, There's guys. so much shit up there. I the rover there. Garbage. Moon Please. garbage. Play the quick 18. Please. The shit that we didn't leave there, there's new shit that's just popping up out there. Yep, that's what I'm interested in. The, the new shit. Yeah, the new sh- new shit mm-hmm. is coming from the aliens on the inside of the moon. I just would like that to be known. I just would like that to be known. Note, I, noted. We talked earlier, before we came on the air, about a political situation. Joe Biden, I guess, cured cancer. Something, <laughs> I don't know how that even got brought up. We didn't even dive into it. And Jeff Gorman, who wasn't here the last election, was like, have you ever talked politics in here? And I said, oh, yeah, we broke the biggest news on uh, election night, actually. It literally mm-hmm. broke the biggest news on election night about fucking Mexico Joe Donnelly. Yeah. <laughs> Sleeping Joe. Sleeping Joe. Acapulco <laughs> Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I had no shot. I didn't have a chance. We broke that news four months early that that was happening. <laughs> Just like the aliens inside the moon news. I've been talking about this for months. 
you're welcome. Whenever it comes across CNN or whatever news you watch and it says, aliens found inside of Mars or inside the moon, know that we have been talking about that since day one. And those aliens that live inside the moon, they use the greatest ticket buying platform on planet Earth, and that's SeatGeek. Right now, you use promo code PAT, you get $10 off your first order. Use promo code McAfee, get $20 off your first order. Let's have a little self awareness and know that if we're not rich yet not rich yet mm -hmm. we use the mcafee for 20 dollars off and if we are already doing pretty good okay we're in between holidays here father's day's coming up so something to think about maybe get tickets to the ball game for the old man use promo code pat ten dollars off your first order they have tickets to everything comedy theater sports you name it the NHL is over, so no longer tickets to any hockey games unless maybe you've got to go to Russia or something like mm -hmm. that. But everything else that you need tickets to, SeatGeek has them for their greatest prices because they scan the other ticket buying platforms and make sure you're the most bang for your buck. Mm -hmm. Shout out to SeatGeek. Let's get in this conversation. There, there's aliens in the moon. It has to be. That's Definitely. Not. That's actually happening. What do they wear? They probably got a, a seamstress up there. Mm. A lot Leather. of tunnels. Spacesuits. I, I it might be hollow. I mean, who knows? You don't know. They probably look like miners. Oh, you think so? Like uh, the Chilean miners or West Virginia miners? Um, Chilean. Oh, come on. They definitely wear uh, flashlights. On I think heads. they look like giant penises. <laughs> I think they can see in the dark. They have those big like cat eyes. Oh, like Vin Diesel. I don't like those aliens. I, as I've gotten older, the my, my night vision has gotten worse. Yeah, that happens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like My dad had to start wearing glasses because of that. Yeah, it's called uh, the old ones. It's called a uh, car cardio cataracts. Cataracts. You cardio. Look at you work your way. You got to eat more carrots. <laughs> hey, pretty proud of you. That. I like carrots. No, get your rods and cones up. Turn the light off. It takes me a lot longer to adapt to my surroundings. I used to be a ninja. That thing goes off. Nothing bugged me. Yeah, you're thirty now. Thirty-two, actually. Yeah, it's what about exciting. driving at this night. Is... I'm good. <laughs> oh, then you're good. <laughs> What'd you say, you Gorman? I wear shooting goggles when I drive at night. <laughs> Zito? The Not all the time. The yellow yellow. Dude? Yeah, yeah. Gorman does? I, yeah, at night. Like, if I'm going like 30. I thought you laughed strictly because Zito said something under the. <laughs> you laughed because you thought of yourself wearing shooting goggles while driving. I got them in the car. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking yellow So you're the old guy yeah. that gets caught by the infomercials at no, night. The, yeah. No, it's not one of those big. Yeah, the tactical ones. Yeah, the tactical ones. Uh, no, nice. but it's oh, just yeah. a. It's, it looks like a pair of Ray Bans, but yellow, and it brings a glare like looks way just like the tactical sunglasses. Yeah. Those, I mean, there's no like, shame in that. It like, happens, man. It's natural. Dude, it's Raynex for your eyes. <laughs> it is. We talk about Raynex later forward. in the show, actually. <laughs> it's a call forward. It's a call forward. <laughs> Let's get to the show, man. Look at that podcast studio you got over there. Fucking right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Line. That's the line of the night. Fucking right. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, so many live fucks on TV. Joining us now is a man who's a center in the NFL. He's been there for over a decade. He was a Remington Trophy Award winner in college for the greatest center in all of college football. He's a Western Pennsylvania Hall of Famer for his accolades on the basketball court. He's a round man. He's got short arms. He's white. He's white trash. Ladies and gentlemen, he just walked out of the room. Oh, Had to turn the air conditioner on. It was making too much noise. <laughs> Had to turn it off, he meant. Coming in very hot, ladies and gentlemen. Sweaty. Alan Quay, sweaty shipper. I'm going to be soaking wet by the end of this fucking interview. Let's go. 
Oh, you're just getting interviewed this whole time? Is that what, is that what this is? You're getting interviewed? Yeah, I only got about 20 minutes. Let's keep this thing short, all right? <laughs> okay, we are recording this after the St. Louis Blues just won a Stanley Cup for the first time ever, I believe. The first time ever. Gloria is playing all over Missouri and all over basically anybody on earth that hates the Patriots, hates uh-huh. the Boston. I feel like those are kind of... Coming one and the same. If you Synonymous, hate the, yeah. yeah, because Phil Maines back here was cheering so hard for the Blues. I've never seen him cheer for anybody other than the Penguins our entire life. The Blues ran up the score, unsportsmanlike in the seventh game of the Stanley <laughs> Cup. AQ, host of That's Hockey Talk, along with the other couple boys. What did you think of Game Seven? I loved every second of it. I didn't even see the first period. I come home. I'm like two nothing. Let's fucking go. Here we go. What happened? Man. Where were you at? I mini camp. I, just, I know the priorities are all mixed up these days, but we had our second day of mini camp. <laughs> I didn't even think and about. I rushed home to get home to see the greatest spectacle in sports. Game seven of the Stanley Cup. I come home to a two nothing lead for the boys, for who I'm rooting for, and then I start getting tweets leaky, leaky. Oh, here I we go. called that he would be leaky. I'm just putting it out there right now for the oh. world to hear. I called it, and it came up when it mattered most. Talking about Tuka Rask, the goalie. What you you have staked claim to the word leaky? <laughs> yeah, I did. He <laughs> would be leaky at some point in this playoffs. He wasn't leaky at all for the first twenty fucking games of this playoffs. But guess what? He got leaky. It got leaky. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome to watch. Hockey is the greatest sports and mm-hmm. uh, greatest sport in playoffs. It, it is so fucking good. It's so fast. I I, I like to talk about the nimbility of the uh, NHL players. I've been on record saying that if any of those players, any of them, any any single one, maybe not the monster guys like Char. I don't think maybe not him, but. You get it. Maybe not the goons, the guys that fight. Maybe not the dum-dums that are out there just doing stupid things. But any other uh, hockey player that is a professional, (laughs) even over there in Vladimir Putin's town, they could all be Olympic gold medalist fucking figure skaters. And then you get in there flying around with 100-mile-an-hour slap shots, clap bombs, next-door neighbor clap bombs, which is my move. (laughs) I am so impressed by the athleticism out there. And the refs, they do the damn thing Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, I mean, that's why I, that's exactly why I fell in love with this sport. I feel like they're much more athletic on skates than any of us are on just just with our shoes on. And the speed at which they play. And then my also also my favorite thing is I cannot wait to see the injury report as soon as the team gets eliminated from the playoffs. It's my favorite thing ever. Oh, this guy played through a broken. What the fuck you mean he played through a broken leg for six? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're allowed to lie. It's just a lower body yeah, injury, right? right? right they're encouraged to lie. Frank Morado drank some twelve-year-old scotch while watching this game seven. Ty Schmidt showed up after taking a nap because he knew this was going to be a long one. Went directly into the twelve-year-old scotch. <laughs> What's that? Thank you. <laughs> AQ sweating in Arizona. <laughs> During the intermission there, I asked Frank to please write something up to summarize the 2019 NHL season that has come to an incredible ending, by the way. The St. Louis Blues winning, winning in Boston is a incredible ending. Nick has something to say. If we get some reading music for old Frank Morado here, that'd be great. Like, listen, here's the deal. 
All right. We got a lot of shit coming down the pipe right now. A lot of things coming down the pipe. It's Pike or pipe? Could be both. Yeah. I don't know. For me, it's a lot of pike coming down the river, maybe. Mm -hmm. What is it for you? Pike? I don't know what you're saying. Well, I was literally saying pipe the entire time. Pipe? Yeah, and I think the correct one is pike, but it doesn't make any fucking sense. So I I say pipe every fucking time. Uh, Like a turnpike? No, like a PVC pipe. I don't know why it's fucking it is what it is. You're saying what we're saying. I think it's technically pike. Yeah, uh, I know. But where did Pike come from? Turnpike? That's the question. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's like, like a turnpike. Turn no, I'm saying. What about Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Pennsylvania? <laughs> 376, bro. VA turnpike. Coming down the pipeline, though. That's what I see. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I think about, like, if I have a big old shit and it's coming down a pipe, mm-hmm. it's going to exactly. clog that thing and that pipe can't handle it. <laughs> yep. Yep. Get the plunger. That's coming gonna... out of your pipes and into those pipes. Or, like, in the Flintstones, the, the human one, where they have that uh, the the food... A uh, little dinosaur that's underneath uh, oh, yeah. garbage disposal. Oh. Garbage disposal guy yeah. coming to the pipe. It's too much for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why I feel right now with opportunities. <laughs> a lot of them. I'm drowning in opportunities. Right I, I'm not letting this go. Just let me get this pike or pipe thing. Yeah, but you're 70 years old. Like nobody gives a fuck. <laughs> nobody, literally, nobody, <laughs> Like, do you flip off or flick off? There's a question. Flip off. Yeah, I think most of America flips off. Pittsburgh's a flick off city, though. Flick off? Yeah, mm-hmm. flick off. What do I put in? Pike and, and pipe? No, just you don't a, put in anything. You just move on. Yeah, just move on. <laughs> yeah, you just, you just, that's exactly what you do. You don't put anything on. You do Man, you, you don't get you you know me, but you don't know me. This yeah. is gonna fucking drive me nuts. That's on you. I don't really Save care. Save it for nighttime reading. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is midnight right now. And we're just trying to move forward. Nick had a very nice that. prepared speech that he had alongside a twelve year age scotch. Wait, hey Q, you're a scotch guy. Nice McAllen. Yeah, what were you drinking? McAllen? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, right does, kid does quite well for that's himself. Yeah, it's good stuff. Put hair on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of it. <laughs> you shave your chest. I thought you'd be a lot hairier. Yeah, he shaves his whole body. Oh. He's a fucking uh, a, a laser baboon. hair removal. It he- didn't fucking work. And now I proceed to shave just like I did before. I spent twenty six hundred dollars on laser hair. I <laughs> had to lay down. They had to tie him to a bed, basically. And it's, you get you get tased. Yes. Your entire body just gets tased. Talk about doing quite well. Well, Three grand to get the hair lasered off your body, bro. He looked like a baboon for. I mean, it was a serious problem there Worked for a while. Serious sweater vest for sure yeah. at all times. Oh, that Arizona heat, you know. He's in the desert, bro. Yeah, what do you want? Doesn't, doesn't go well. 115 here today, guys. Oh, it's, it's dry though. Dry heat. It's dry yeah. though. It's a dry heat, bro. Right. <laughs> Doran OTAs. Yeah, we went inside though. You got AC in there? Soft team. Bet against them. Really, really took care of us today. <laughs> I think that's smart, by the way. Keep the team happy. Keep the boys happy. Right? Agreed. I'm, I'm waiting for Nick's fucking version of one shining moment. Right so now. am I, buddy. So am I. Well, we still don't know if it's a pipe or a pipe. I would, I would like to know. Is I'm Ky- on it. Is Kyler Murray good at football? Yeah. I mean, he's very good at football. Like, very good. You like him as a person? Is he a good guy? Great guy. Put his head down, came to work. <laughs> Has he been cool? Uh, he wears chains outside of his uh, jersey. I, I saw that. I like yeah, it. I mean, he looks real cool, too. I mean, he's always got some cool socks on. He's got the dark visor. I mean, he's, he's got it all going on. Have you guys Way cooler ever, than I am. Have you guys ever had a conversation? Yeah. Yeah, we've had, I mean, yeah. About football. <laughs> <laughs> He just told you like, hey, it's on two or something like that. Is that the conversation you guys have had? Or son of a bitch, it's been like, hey, like, what's this? What's this call mean? You know. Okay, so you guys aren't really. Friends. I can't really. I can't really say what the fucking call means. Jesus, I already <laughs> get in trouble. 
Has he gone under center at all yet? Because you broke news that you guys are going to need a shotgun 99%. I just feel like if we go under center, you should at least have a conversation first. We installed the annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> 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 hey, did... Uh, and we can roll. Hey, your coach, your coach told you, and I think we're not breaking any news here. You guys are running the annexation of Puerto Rico week one, right? Isn't that something you guys have uh, all decided? We, we put it in. We, we watched film of the little giants. Put it, and it's, it's on the table. Bro, it's going to get quoted tomorrow. AQ's <laughs> in a world now where everything he says gets quoted, and it's magical. It just got his PR people coming after him. Like, can you not? Left say- and right. I can't wait to get the screenshot sent to me. <laughs> of your, your bald ass chest. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, diehard hockey fan from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. A man who needs no introduction, but we'll give him one. He is a world champion deck hockey player. How's that information for coming right down the pipe, Jeffrey Gorman? <laughs> Just watched him on the Google figure out that he was wrong. I'm not stopping when you're rolling right now. Nick's been waiting patiently, but I got an answer when you're ready for it. What is it? Not now. Yeah. Come on. Oh, right now? The green yeah, light? yeah, yeah. yeah. Now's the time. All right. All right. The sentence implies that you are standing beneath the pipe looking up. Not a good idea. The original expression, though, is coming down the pike. Pat, you said it, I think. Yes, it refers 70 to coming years old. It refers to coming down the turnpike with mm-hmm. the image of something getting bigger as it moves towards us. I don't always talk, mm-hmm. but when I do, I'm normally right. With that, that being said. How is that Kyler Murray? Yeah. Uh, Nick Moraldo. Summarized the 2019 NHL season with some thoughts. If we could get some reading music, that'd be a congrats to the St. Louis Blues. Honestly, congrats to St. Louis well Blues. Said. Well said. Well said to me. I wrote that out too, with no scotch or weed. I'm back on the wagon. <laughs> Fuck. This feels good. Who's playing this? I am. I might read some. You're not. Z. <laughs> It's a blatant lie. Your want me, hands want, me to, with the want me to add the percussions of my air conditioning unit? Yes, please. <laughs> please do. Thank you, AQ. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, host of That's Hockey Talk, Franklin Moralda. The Philadelphia Flyers unveiled their new mascot, Gritty. Forgot about that. Mm. <laughs> a big, clumsy, ugly pile of orange, just like the Flyers themselves. Oh. But this monstrosity oh, actually captured the hearts of the world. He did. I love that guy. Girl. Gritty. Undetermined. <laughs> A, forget- a forgettable year for the Hawks in Chicago, except for a fleeting moment when Scott Foster, a 36-year-old accountant slash beer leaguer oh. and father of two, enjoyed 14 minutes and seven saves worth of viral fame yeah. when he was called upon as the emergency goalie and shut out the Winnipeg Jets. That boy, Scotty. Nice. Hey, like, the, like Tony Danza in a fucking Garbage Man oh. Oh. Yeah. kick like, movie? Just he like got- Tiny Dancer. Just came lo- right down. Love Chicago. Seattle was awarded a yet-to-be-named expansion team with high hopes to repeat the success of the Vegas Golden Knights, who were absolutely screwed in their second-round playoff loss on a five-minute penalty call, giving the San Jose Sharks an incredible come-from-behind victory where the Sharks scored four goals in five minutes. That was when the McAfee curse was really full swing. Four goals, five minutes. Bullshit. (laughs) It is bullshit. The diehard Vegas Knights fans who've been around for years and decades almost. They didn't deserve that. No, we didn't. You didn't. The Flames and Johnny Hockey brought some heat and, more importantly, hope to a cold-ass winner in Calgary with one of the best seasons they've seen in years. No idea they had a team. We (laughs) hope this was the last year of solitary confinement for the next one, Connor McDavid, up in Edmonton, and he can finally get some help. You're damn right. The Tampa Bay Lightning went from top to bottom, start to finish, one of the greatest hockey teams ever assembled. They ran roughshod through the league from day one until round one. 
when they were swept by John Tortorella and the Columbus Blue Jackets, who went all in at the trade deadline. Columbus, 23rd, we're there. Good for them. The Pittsburgh Penguins battled through a season of adversity and fell victim to a Cinderella story resurgent New York Islanders team. I fucking hate this. With a coach who can't stop twitching his eyebrows around. It's very weird. Adam Gase. Similar. But worse. The Pens lost to that guy? The defending... AQ's doing the eyebrows right now. (laughs) (laughs) He kind of looks like him, too, that bald head. The defending champion Washington Capitals looked like they had the horses running wild and ready to repeat, but they couldn't weather the storm in Carolina. Motherfucker, run! (laughs) (laughs) Where a magical turnaround with a former team legend and first-year head coach Rod Brendamore guided his team to the first playoff berth and victory in a decade. Brandy. And we come to the Bruins. Did they go right down a pike, Roberto? <laughs> the Bruins of Boston flew under the radar thanks to Tampa for most of the season, but steamrolled through the playoffs with the success and execution you've come to expect of their hometown football team. Good reading. They rallied into the finals around their captain, Big Z, playing through a broken freaking jaw. Mm-hmm. Wow. But it wasn't enough. Unbelievable play tonight, by the way. It wasn't enough. Yeah, it should have been 5 nothing there at one point. The St. Louis Blues. Dead last in the league in January. Losers. Called up an unheralded rookie goaltender named Jordan Bennington. Winnington, as he would come to be known. Who saved their season and guided them as road warriors into the playoffs so the team in a city could rally around an obscure 1980s pop song and go on to capture the greatest trophy in all sports, Lord Stanley's vaunted cup. So St. Louis, you raise the cup and we raise our glasses. And we say thank you. We say congratulations. And we say play Gloria. Cheers. 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 Cheers, Stick taps, bro. I just raised a a bottle of chloroseptic there. It's not good. You get sprayed in the throat if you Mm -hmm. lose your voice. Sorry for interrupting this incredible conversation with this announcement, but it's something that needs to be had. (laughs) Said. (laughs) And heard. The. Father's Day is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. It is. And a lot of people talk about moms because they're so important. Mm-hmm. They're nurturing. They're caring. They're everything for you as a child. They're nurses. They're chefs. They're mentors. They're teachers. But the dad kind of gets just shoved under a rock, doesn't he, Todd? He does. He does. He Let doesn't get you. a lot of respect, no, does he, Todd? No, respect. Even when the kid becomes an adult, the, the dad normally doesn't get a lot of respect. No, you just get shit on. Yeah. Every year. Normally happens when your kid's name rhymes with Willie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially when it rhymes with Willie. <laughs> Get your dad something special this Father's Day and show him that you're thankful for what he did nine months before you were born. Mm-hmm. Father's Day is right around the corner, and 23andMe's Health and Ancestry Kit is the perfect gift. For a limited time, get $50 off a 23andMe Health and Ancestry Kit through June 17th. Okay? Ooh. We don't have a lot of time. We got to get this done quick. You only got four fucking days. If you buy a kit for yourself, you and your dad can connect and celebrate your shared genetic similarities and differences with over 125 personalized genetic reports on health, traits, and more. All right. 125 personalized genetic reports, Ty. Wow. That's more than 100. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot more than 100. Yeah, quarter away to 200. It's a lot of reports. Are you kidding me? It's a lot of reports. What, what did you say? Put that in a number? I said quarter of a way to 200. That's insane to think about. Mm-hmm. Discover how genes can influence well-being and lifestyle choices with insights to genetic weight. I've been saying I got heavy, I got heavy organs a long time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm not supposed to weigh 250 pounds and look the way I look, but I do because I got heavy organs. Nope, you're dense. 
Yeah, I am a dense guy. That's why I don't float. That's why high school swim class was a nightmare. I wish I had 23 and me so I could have took it into that swim teacher and said, listen here, mm-hmm. with your little fucking wading in the water situation, yeah. my body ain't built to wade. My body is built to sink like a rock, like a Houdini shit, and a toilet disappears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stay by the wall. <laughs> These are the types of things that 23 and me can introduce you to yourself and to your dad. Maybe the muscle composition of your body. You don't know. How about the sleep quality and even more? Trait reports give insights how genetics can affect mosquito bite frequency. Hey, maybe wow. you should have a little bit more of a heads up where yeah. you're going around a moist area. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Motion sickness. I got it. I took the 23 and me thing. It turns out I'm not supposed to be just dead tired after getting off a plane. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. I started taking a Dramamine, which they charge $45 so for at the airport. Yes. Mm-hmm. Found that up from 23andMe. Fear of heights and more. How about that? Could be a normal thing, Todd, for you to want to run out of a building whenever you're on the 15th floor. I was born with it. <laughs> it's also a call for <laughs> Give your dad a gift that shows you care. Wellness reports can help him make informed decisions about his health. My dad is becoming a completely keto guy after a 23andMe mm-hmm. thing. Yes. He learned that our body carries weight differently and to do different things. The 23andMe Health and Ancestry Kit is the perfect gift this Father's Day. Get $50 off. Right now, whenever you go to 23andme.com slash P-A-T, that's the number 23andme.com slash P-A-T. Again, that's 23andme.com slash P-A-T. Offer ends June 17th. Everybody's doing this. Mm-hmm. Now is the time for you and your dad to do it. It's an easy gift for Father's Day. It's a good gift for Father's Day. And you're going to learn more about yourself when you do it. I found out amongst other things with the motion sickness and uh, heavy organs and uh, the other stuff, that I'm 0.09% Italian. Yeah, you are. And that's yeah. completely changed my life. Very I had to true. give out a lot of apologies, but it's all for the better. <laughs> Let's beach. get back to the show. I think the St. Louis Blues potentially lost their voice tonight screaming fuck on NBC. <laughs> Fucking right. NBC didn't give a fuck about blurring out fuck. Fucking A. They want that access. Get the camera as close as you can to the drunk Canadians who are happy with their life. They just won the Stanley Cup for the first time ever. Let's get them a mic'd up as close as possible. AQ, you're mic'd up every single football game, aren't you? Yeah, every single one. Do you think about that at all, or is it just completely lost on you that somebody is listening to every word you say, every breath you take? 97% of the things I say have to be thrown out. Have to be. <laughs> yeah, but those <laughs> are thrown in the trash can, lit on fire. Like, let's hope this never gets out. Yeah, but those are somewhere. Oh yeah, somebody yeah. hears those. Someone, they enjoy yeah. it. Those are somewhere. Just waiting for you to run for president one day, and that shit's coming right out. Like, huh? Did you know in week four no of the two thousand one season, AQ <laughs> Shipley said, "Cocksucker." <laughs> <laughs> well, guy. the best part. The best part, and you've been around it. You've seen it. Where like. Somebody's mic'd up, no. and you say something you probably shouldn't be saying, and everybody's like, Mike, I'm mic'd. <laughs> when they're halfway through their sentence, too, it's like, yeah, 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 no, 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 don't say what you're about to say about the coach. No, 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 no. We have right, no right. idea what's going to be said. Yeah. We had a strict yeah. no mic'd up rule in the uh, fourth down army until oh, Matt Over- until Matt Overton got mic'd up one night. <laughs> and the only way we found out is because we during warm-ups, I saw a cameraman shooting him on the sideline, there was just a cameraman following him. And I go to Vinny, I go, 
is Overton getting like a documentary shot about him right now? And he's like, uh, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, that motherfucker's mic'd up. And I, I walk up to him, are you mic'd up? And he goes, yeah, just for tonight, man, Colts came. I'm like, oh, the worst. <laughs> <laughs> the, Colts, the Colts are doing it. That is not. He just needed some content for the morning snap, I'm sure. That's all. <laughs> okay, so uh, literally. There is a potential of 12,000 people that know what that means. So for those that don't know, Matt Overton started a morning motivational tweet thing called the morning snap. I thought it was pretty clever. Uh, AQ was a big fan. He used to retweet Fairly it daily. He used to send yeah, it. huge fan. He used to send it to me. But every time Overton would come to talk to us about anything, about absolutely anything, we would say fuck every other word, like literally every other word. We'd be like, fuck, we're going fuck on <laughs> fuck to fuck this next fucking time. All right. And then you see the cameraman just laughing in the corner. <laughs> and then they put out his whole entire like mic'd up thing. It was just him running on the field, breathing for the whole time. <laughs> it's like, Let's go inside. Matt Overton mic'd up. It's like, ha, ha. <laughs> Good job, guys. <laughs> that was it. But I would love to see what they have of you, man. I would absolutely love to see what they would have of you. I would, too. There's been so many times where, like, you're on, like, a 10-play drive, and I'm like, can we call a fucking timeout? I'm about to have a fucking heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We don't have any more timeouts. Call one anyway. <laughs> fucking fake an injury. AQ, hey, here's a question for you. I've been on a field when a guy blew out his Achilles. And it just pops out of nowhere, literally just out of nowhere. The guy, I think it was a walkthrough Vic Ballard popped his, I think. It was literally a walkthrough, and he was having the year of his life, like out of nowhere. And it's just like going through like things. Vinatieri and I were at a walkthrough. I have no idea what we were doing out there. And everything just got real quiet. And then they cut the walkthrough early, I think. And they're like, yeah, Vic Ballard's probably out forever, uh, probably. Like he's probably, his career's probably over with that because his Achilles just popped out of nowhere. Not that you're anywhere near a doctor, but it feels as <laughs> that sounded like a shot. It was, <laughs> I am not a doctor either. The Achilles, though, is something that you can't control, right? That is something you can't control. It's, if it's going to go, it's going to go. That's just the way it goes. I mean, that's what they say. I mean, they say that kind of almost about anything. And it's like, if it didn't happen, then it's going to happen at some other point, right? I mean, it was weak, obviously, before the whole thing. And what people don't realize about the Achilles, at least from what I've been told, is that it's literally connected to like your. It goes up to your calf. It goes up to your knee, right? So it, it's all these things, and it's pulling everything. So if it's tight in the slightest bit, you just get that snap. Kevin Durant just had successful surgery. Mm -hmm. Said he'll be back. Mm -hmm. Easy money yep. is what he said. He'll be back. <laughs> I expect him to be back by the second half of next year. A lot of people are saying there's no chance of that happening. I think it is. He's Kevin Durant. He's about 122 pounds. He's going to have the greatest doctors surrounding him, especially if he goes to any of the big cities that he's going to. He's going to have specialists on top of specialists just working with him, rehab on top of rehab, and it sounds like he's ready to get back to work because he's a baller. So he said he's just a hooper or something like that. That's all he does. So congrats to Kevin Durant having successful surgery. Sucks that he got hurt. I wish I would have seen him. Zito here, though, is uh, after watching Kevin Durant blow his Achilles, has dedicated his life now to making sure he doesn't blow his Achilles and working it out. Hey, I'm Trying to find a cure. Trying to find a cure for his Achilles. That is cure for Achilles. Yes, yeah. an Achilles cure. Which, if you read anything about the history books, like that's just not something that happens. Like the Achilles yeah. is uncurable. No, like, I think the less stress you have on your body, I think the better off you yeah, are. Yeah, for sure. Oh, so you just lay down. Oh, I, I got that. You get what I'm saying? 
I got what you're laying down. Oh, yeah. No, he just Twitch streams for 12 hours at a time for 18 people. That's his new thing. It's just his. Well, I, I, need, I need to say something here. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, so. Has there ever been a fucking surgery that's been done where it's come out and it's like, well, today we botched the fucking surgery? <laughs> 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 Is this always successful? Like, I'm so confused at this. Well, the people doing the surgery are telling the patient that was knocked unconscious by drugs that are so powerful how the surgery went. Right, like the they're always like. I wish you got a video great. of how the whole thing went down. Yo, th- so my last surgery on my knee, the doctor yeah. came to my house like skipping in with a video of how it went. <laughs> <laughs> like, but he, didn't he, didn't he just show you what happened inside your knee? Am I correct in that? Yeah, he showed what happened inside. How they? Pl- I'd like to see what happens like on the outside. Like, yeah. oh fuck, I just hey. nicked that vein. Somebody do this. Hey, like- <laughs> hey, somebody just sneak a peek at Pat's dick there. I mean, we blew up the thing a little bit, but <laughs> right. can, I would like to get a full Truman Show view of whenever they dare me to count down from ten, right? And they, it's like a little yeah, game. They. And then you're done. I really? Six. You want to see that? I, I, From what I understand, it's quite entertaining. That's what my girlfriend does for a living in a surgery room every day. And I have a, a good-ass time. It wouldn't be a good ass time for you to watch if you were the one unconscious. I don't think. Yeah, I've but it's like any other job. You get fucking bored. You want to make each other laugh. You want to. You know what I mean? What? Look at this! Look at this little thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's cold in here, man. It's cold in here. Ten. It's very cold in here. Please remember that. Nine, eight, seven. Um, Well, take his gown off. Let's see what he's got. (laughs) I think I've seen one surgery though that came into the Colts uh, training room that was not a successful one, and it was very well known. And I won't say. Who, it was Pat Anger's knee. Do you remember Pat Anger's knee? It looked like a football. Do you remember? It, it, it looked his yeah, knee looked it like never was the same. It never was, and it looked as if it was like they were tying shoelaces with his skin to put oh, it back together. Uh, and it was from like his shin all the way up to his thigh. It literally looked like a football coming together. And he was just sitting on the table. And Pat Anger's a hilarious human being. And I was rehabbing something. I walk over. And I go, man, I just don't think I've ever seen a knee look like that before. I, I just don't know. And uh, Pat goes, that guy definitely fucked it up. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a so, so just matter of fact about it. Yeah, guy definitely fucked it up. Uh, the basketball world is changing quickly, though. Uh, the NBA has a massive game tonight. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Raptors for winning the NBA championship wow. tonight in Oracle. Wow. So congratulations to them. I've been saying this for a long time. I got a little, a little bit of momentum right now. The rims in Oracle are leaky, okay? The rims in Oracle are leaky. I've been saying this for a long time. Those exact words. I've been saying the rims in Oracle are leaky. They are... (laughs) That that comes out on a fucking t-shirt, I swear to God. (laughs) 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 Winnington, is that a t-shirt? Do we have that t-shirt out? Nope. That's the hockey, guys. What what happened? Winnington, as soon as you said it, the whole room went, oh! (laughs) That's, That's his nickname. Oh, so we wouldn't put that on a t-shirt. That would be dumb. Put a guy's the MVP probably. So O'Reilly was the MVP, but we all saw the game. I mean, yeah. the guy was on. By the mess. way, the first period that you didn't see, AQ Whoa. was dominated by the Bruins. Mule kicking him. The whole period. I read. I read. It was like 17 shots to three. Yeah. I did read that. But Bennington was out of his mind. So yeah, The whole game. Yeah. He was, game. Me- he, he was like a guy who, who's... You look like all them kids down in Atlanta that we saw at the club. His oh, eyes yeah. wide open, <laughs> just gobbling up everything he could get. That one save where he did the splits mm-hmm. and he kicked the yeah, leg. That was out. incredible. It is. It's awesome. I was trying to learn that move. I, it was. It was refreshing to see technique. somebody with a good glove. Uh, uh, you know, whenever it goes high to his glove side, it was. It was refreshing. Easy. To see that. Easy. Haven't seen that very much. Just saying. Jeez. What is this? An inside that's hockey. He's taking talk? shots at Matt Murray right now. 
Yep, yep, yep. Pittsburgh Penguins have been out for so long. I, I, I almost sent four hate tweets to them during this series right here. Like, I almost sent real hate tweets. I had to delete them. I had I had them up, and then I had to delete them that were like, I'm so fucking mad at you for not being a part of this, which you normally are. I enjoy this a lot. It'd be nice to have a rooting fucking interest, but instead, you guys just had to suck AQ's dripping sweat. He looks sweat. like he's in surgery. <laughs> I feel like Fucking towel. <laughs> I think the Oracle uh, rims, the rims in Oracle, mm -hmm. are literally an eighth of an inch bigger. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm a firm believer. That. I think they're all bigger. Oh, yeah. Everybody gets buckets in Oracle rims. Manhole cover. I do. And I don't know. I don't think they're that much larger. I think it's not very. Uh, <coughs> just an eighth. What the fuck was that? What, what, what just happened with the baboon? <laughs> I'm dying. I think the heat's getting to me. I don't like it. <laughs> So I think it, we are probably done with hockey talk, man. Huh? Are you sticking around? or Because you told me, like, the wife gets home from a business trip. I can't be around for too long. He then, walked in. I go, I think I got to go do a podcast. She said, for what? I go, that's hockey talk. It's time. <laughs> it's time. You're a podcaster, bro. But I do, I do believe that the rims are larger there. And if you ever watch... Anybody shoot at that arena, they do better. The internet last night, Van Fleet yep. hit 20 straight at Oracle. Mm -hmm. 20 straight, like they were layups. Mm -hmm. Steph Curry, Clay, the Splash Brothers, this whole thing involved. Kevin Durant, that's why he went there. Everybody <laughs> thinks that he went there to win championships and it'd be easier. No, no, he went there to get his three-point shooting percentage up because he knew the rims half of the games were going to be bigger than another place. Do you think they tell him that in the free agent negotiations? Like, no, he knows. Oh, they just know. Hey, if I walked in there and I put out my jumper and I'm like, you know, I'm going to shoot this one just a little bit far, like uh, Ben Roethlisberger yeah, was doing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to shoot this one just a little bit too far, see what happens. And it falls. You're like, wait a minute. You don't have to, you don't need anybody oh. to tell you whenever you're a dialed in shooter. One of my favorite things Ben Roethlisberger has ever done, by the way, happened yesterday. <laughs> Thank you. In OT. Have you heard this? What do you do? Oh, dude. You were a teammate of Ben Roethlisberger's, right, for a little bit? Yeah. What did he do? Do you think he's uh, a, what, what do you think of Ben Roethlisberger as a human? Oh, he's a great guy. You get along with Ben Rosberger? Yeah. Really? Hello. We've never played each other. We say hello. Hello. You've had more conversations hello. with Kyler Murray or Ben Roethlisberger in the amount of time you were together. Oh, I mean, I feel like um, probably Kyler. Okay. All right. So this this leads me to Ben Roethlisberger. Yesterday, Ben Roethlisberger, during OTAs, they had it live on the NFL Network. We were watching it. All the quarterbacks for the Steelers were throwing the balls into the dirt. I mean, it was just, it was routes on air. They were just trying to warm up, and these balls were going everywhere. I mean, I think he hit an apartment building at one point down there on the south side of Pittsburgh with one of the throws. <laughs> it was on NFL Network. They had to cut it away because it was so bad. In the interview afterwards, Ben Roethlisberger's exact quote was, this is an incredible move. I think more people should think about doing this. I even threw some bad balls on purpose today to Deontay, the new rookie. Throw some high behind him just to see if he would catch them, and he caught every one. It was impressive. So now every throw that you see Ben Roethlisberger making a practice, you have to question in the back of your head, <laughs> is that on purpose or not? I, I don't know if that was on purpose. And then when it gets in the game, it's like, oh, good thing he's been practicing them shit balls because he got them all out in practice. Here they are. He's balling. Is that not genius, Let, AQ? You should start saying let's, like. Let's change positions here for a second and think about this. Well, I was thinking you I should. I give up two sacks. Yep. Get my fucking head beat in. Boom, yep. I jump the guy. He swims me. Uh, watch out. Throw the ball. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what happened, AQ, after the game on those six? Well, I just wanted to see what kind of an athlete Kyler was. <laughs> 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 
Well, I was thinking like, yeah, that's that's an incredible way. Or if the guard would get your back or not. Yeah, I just let the guy go. I didn't know if the guard would help me out. The left guard obviously just let me hang. And you saw Kyler get fucking murdered back there. This is something to think about. I did that on purpose. I love it. I love these OTAs and how much of bullshit they are. Oh, my God. They are such bullshit. Now, you don't have to say it. You're in the league. You're not allowed to say it. OTAs, if you're not a rookie, are a complete joke. <laughs> there is a stern head nod from Alan Quay Shipley because if you're a veteran, even if you're learning a brand new offensive scheme, you've probably played in this type of scheme somewhere or you've learned the diction and the lingo. So for you to just do six weeks of practice in the middle of nothing with nothing at the end of it, and then you get a chance to go on a six-week vacation and forget all of it, it's just a complete waste of time and a way for people to say that they earn their paycheck. That's what I think. I think it's like people saying, like, we pay them a lot of fucking money. We need them to at least do something in the spring. I mean, what are we even doing here? Am I correct in this, this thought? Uh, yeah, sounds accurate. <laughs> Todd, that'll be I mean, it's. I think it's strictly. I don't even know. It's probably not even for the team. I think it's just for the fans, so they get to trot them out and they get to see their players a little bit. Fans don't get OTs, right? I mean, well, yeah, they get some videos on the internet. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> so this is a social media thing. Yep, I think it is. <laughs> what a great spin zone for the NFL, by the way. Uh, our yearly OTAs, strictly for social media, are beginning in a week. <laughs> get ready for trick shot challenges, terrible throws by Ben Roethlisberger, and a lot of lackluster, give a fuck attention to detail because nobody gives a single damn about this isn't thing. it just they bring you guys in just to make sure that um at some point you don't have too much time off and to make sure that you're still in somewhat some sort of shape that's probably exactly what they do they like to monitor every case in which even though it's not mandatory like it's still held to high regard by coaches so hey it's a way to keep you there it's a way to get you in there and they can still make their little comment. Oh yeah, it's voluntary, but right, you know. And playing time is voluntary as well. <laughs> that's a good line. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they'll say. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, I think it's a way just for them to monitor. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. And then I think it becomes more about mental. But then everybody gets carried away once you get on the grass. It's like compete, compete, compete. What are we com <laughs> We're wearing helmets and shorts. Like, what is going on right now? Dude, if I owned a stable full of world-class thoroughbreds, which you guys are. Yikes with the ownership. Oh. No, I'm just, okay. Are you, uh, yeah. are you kidding, kidding me employee. with the ownership thing? All right, maybe. A, what, do you want to go a, to an auction at ESPN? No, maybe a wrong choice of words. But you know, whip them too, make them I, go faster. If I, what are you going to do, measure their hands and their feet and how tall they are and how yikes. fast they are? Wow. No. Okay, well, it seems like you are. It sounds no, like but if I've invested that money to get this team together, the offseason, everybody's out on their own. You bring them all back. You say, hey, I got all the horses in the barn here. Sorry, but it's true. So now they're animals. Now AQ's no, an animal? No, 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 no. Now I, I was an the animal? thoroughbreds. Oh, got you, the athletes. Yeah, in closing, it yeah, absolutely <laughs> is to keep an eye on you guys and keep a check on you no, guys. Hey, AQ, get ready because one day Gorm's going to take you out back and shoot you in the head. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean. Sounds about right. I saw Chernobyl. They just walked around killing every animal. <laughs> this is Channel's Television's I mean, Breaking Jesus News. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> just give me a regular goddamn Breaking <laughs> News. <laughs> for Christ's sake. I mean, I think I like that one. <laughs> Was Holy hell, we have breaking news. <laughs> hiring isn't as simple as putting an ad in the paper or posting to a job board. <laughs> when you're juggling hiring with everything it takes to grow your business, it's important that you reach the right candidates at the right time. That's where... You want to hit that breaking news thing again? Yeah, you bet. 
LinkedIn comes in. More than 610 million members visit LinkedIn every single day to make connections, learn and grow as professionals, and discover new job opportunities. In fact, LinkedIn members add 15 new skills to their profiles and apply to 35 job posts every two seconds. That sounds like a lie to me, so I'm going to reread it. It just sounds like a mind-blowing yeah, yeah. stat there. It, it is. LinkedIn members, the people that are part of the LinkedIn community, mm-hmm. Add 15 new skills to their profiles and apply to 35 job posts every two seconds. What? It's incredible. Oof. Two. Wow. Two. 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 Like right there, when I say this, 140 job posts were applied to in that two little run we just went Wow. Wow. Two. Make it 175. Wow. That's insane to think about. Good for LinkedIn just taking over the market and helping people out whenever you need to hire a great candidate. Things like collaboration, work ethic, adaptability. LinkedIn does the legwork to match you the most qualified candidates. So you can focus on hiring the person who will transform your business. Because you're not adding an anchor. You're adding a life float. A jet, a rocket, mm-hmm. a moving sidewalk, a Sonic the Hedgehog booster, Ooh. a float. To get $50 off your first job post, go to linkedin.com slash McAfee. Again, that's linkedin.com slash McAfee, L-I-N-K-E-D-I-N.com slash M-C-A-F-E-E to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions do apply. Did you, did you like Chernobyl? Seed. Everybody like Chernobyl? I thought it was quite interesting, the fact that, like, hey, we don't want these dogs to run to another country and give someone else radiation. Let's just walk around just shooting everything. Like, what is happening right now? Like, is that real life? Tough scene. So, tough yeah, scene. Just, tough. I didn't see it, so I'm happy to know that that's coming when I watch it. <laughs> I watched the first two scenes of that thing, and I've talked to Ty about this because Ty is a cinematography uh, critique, I would believe, would be accurate. That's an accurate, that's an accurate statement, right, you? Yeah, I think so. I'm film buff, went to film school, that kind of stuff. I get the artsy non-lighting thing that Game of Thrones did. I get that it makes it more intimate and it tells the story and sets the mood and makes you feel away while you're watching it. When that guy in the hallway upstairs, I believe, was standing two inches in front of a fucking light that could have shot his entire face or the side of his face, he was deliberately standing directly out of the light and he was speaking with an English accent in Russia and I couldn't understand a fucking word that was saying, I turned it off immediately. I I am so angry at the director, the producer, and the actor for saying, yeah, you know what? I don't want anybody to see anything I'm fucking doing. I don't want to see my face, even though there's a light right here. I've never been more angry at something in my life. Well, and I think to a degree that show is was more artsy than like your average very. you know like so like certain stuff like that like that's very intentional like it's it, there it's there's meaning in like every single shot every single frame which it can be you know pretty over the top for someone who isn't like versed in that I, kind of stuff i'm pretty excited though that's pretty on brand for me to hate that by the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's it makes you i am right my palate is a very basic one if i go to one of these foodie artsy fucking restaurants uh-huh. good chance i'm walking out <laughs> it's, it was shot i think purposely too to make you feel like you're in 1980s Russia, yes. you know what I mean? It's like it's like oh, let's make everybody look uglier. Let's sell, <laughs> use any makeup, 
<laughs> no lighting. Uh, that a thousand percent was an intention. Yeah, and yes. apparently it was from everyone in Russia. They said it was absolutely spot on. If like, you look yeah. at the actor portrayal and the person they're playing, it's unbelievable how similar they look. I, I would say that the people from Russia, now this is quite a generalization, and I'm not sure I should say it. <laughs> Please say it. Do you want to whisper it to me and I'll say it? <laughs> this would be something that digs. This isn't digs. I feel like the Russian or Eastern Europe, they have a very distinct look. Mm-hmm. You can look at a human, whether they're dressed in a fucking terrible jogging outfit with a, a weird <laughs> pair of shoes. Yeah, church shoes and a, and a sweatshirt. Yeah, in yeah. yeah. their faces, though. I feel like they are, might be the most yep. similar looking motherfuckers on a, on a very regular. They have bad hair. They have bad hair. Bad, bad hair. hair. Very long faces over there. Why the long face? All day, every day. <laughs> they smell like cabbage. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know anything about their smell. I, I don't get close to them because as soon as I see them, I recognize them. Yeah, like, you, I, yeah, you don't want to fuck with Eastern Europeans. They have terrible, no way. They have terrible bangs. Fuck you. Is it fuck you? Yeah. Is that what they say? Yeah. Pay the man his money. Well, <laughs> get the Oreo out. <laughs> Good job. We had a Ukrainian. I, I played a lot of poker. The um, we had a Ukrainian transfer named Anastasia Anastasia mm-hmm. and I think I've seen Anastasia like 4,000 times since seeing Anastasia because she was a Ukrainian woman and I feel like if you go to a place where there are a lot of Eastern European women I've, I think I actually called one of them Anastasia like I was like old high school friends with her it was just a random Ukrainian girl <laughs> they all look very similar I think they honestly look all very similar just like them hockey players man a hockey player just like a fighter or a wrestler might be the easiest thing to pick out of a lineup like oh that motherfucker with the bent nose and no teeth yeah he, <laughs> that guy can ice skate like a motherfucker right there yeah that UFC fighter with the cauliflower oh, you know what he does he either wrestles or is in the UFC yesterday on Heartland Radio Todd um Todd had a life advice. Four was, words of advice. Four words of advice, and it was... Look for cauliflower ear. Yep, that was his four <laughs> you know, words. You let that guy talk all the shit he wants to talk in the bar. And no matter what size he is, he's got cauliflower ear, don't mess with him. He'll fuck you Run up. away. Yeah. I had something going before we and got he'll into, never get tired. Before we got into Chernobyl, I was going to go with something. I really had something, I thought. I lost it. It's late. <laughs> really fucking late. You just completely- well on that note, I'll see you guys. I've never <laughs> seen someone look so uncomfortable for such a long period of time that you've looked. Sweating this my entire- fucking dick off, Dave. Sorry, I'm sweating my dick off. By the way, right now. we Literally. couldn't hear your air conditioner. Pitch <laughs> Why don't you have the air conditioner on? Because it makes too much noise. We could, I, I made him turn it off one time because it was a, it was working overtime. It you're was making, loud. You're making Nick. Nick is the reason why you're sitting literally in a sweatshop right now talking to us? I'm going to eat ice cream to cool the body down, I feel like. <laughs> right. Go say hi to your wife. We appreciate you. Have a good one. Hey, man. guys. Always a pleasure. Yep. See you, buddy. Kyrie signed with uh, Rock Nation, which yep. everybody is uh, alluding to. That means he's going to the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, Jay-Z, Brooklyn Nets owner, signed with Jay-Z's company. Not I, a conflict of interest Yeah, why all. would you do that, by the way? <laughs> I don't know why you would do that. In my head. I, I thought know. he sold his interest in the Nets. I don't know what you're saying. It was uh, so minimal. No, but, I, yeah, I think he did. I think when uh, he started Rock Nation. Yeah, he, he doesn't to. have that anymore. Well, because in, <laughs> in my head, you do not want the owner's agent to be your agent. Not at all. No, because then you'll be fucked. You don't want the coach. I've heard horror stories of people that have the coach's agent, like their head coach's agent is their agent. Right. And then whenever their contract was up, 
the agent was like, nobody's interested, man. Just <laughs> take this fucking terrible deal back here. I guess we'll just have to work for another couple of years and see what happens. Then it comes up again. Oh, still, we've been checking around. Ain't nobody wants you, man. That's crazy. And the coach gets a big old fucking bonus. Uh. And then a couple of years later, same thing. And then finally, the player might have smartened up and fired the agent. And the next day, there was eight offers on the table. <laughs> that were breaking the position record for being paid that, that <laughs> amount. I mean, that is a very much a... I, I mean, I assume the NBA is very much like the NFL. The business side of it gets very fucking nitty gritty in there. I mean, every dollar, every dollar that I count, got to go in my account. Mm -hmm. That's the way those. Uh, that's the way the owners like Gorman like to act. Yeah, those, dudes are, <laughs> those NBA dudes are making so much fucking money, though. So, so much mm, money, un an unbelievable. Like they're all making forty million dollars a year. Mm -hmm. Wait, a minute, didn't you do a contract without an agent? Yep, Chandler. Well, yeah, yeah, I did pretty good. I, I get. <laughs> Not really. I'm going to franchise tag. <laughs> <laughs> but that means I was asking for too much. And they were like, uh, we're not going to pay you that. I mean, I hate you, to be honest, is what the guy said to me. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe it was that, not the, not the asking price. Well, Ursay, I guess, said I wasn't allowed to leave. The, the story is that I, 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 they weren't allowed to get rid of me due to Jim Ursay, which is a pretty awesome thing to think about, uh, except for whenever it's just, you know, becomes a toxic environment, <laughs> which it could. But um, Kawhi Leonard gets $50 million extra dollars yes. a year. Mm -hmm. $50 million extra if he stays in Canada. Yeah, so the way, the way the NBA is set up now, there's extra incentive to stay with the team you're currently with, so they're able to offer more money to stay with your current team with a max contract versus leaving and getting less money, uh, but still a max contract with another team. So Chandler Parsons is making $27 million a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Every we were, year we were going seems, through yeah. the NBA contracts the other day, and there's some absurd ones, but the Chandler Parsons one is, is up there for one of the worst contracts in the NBA. Everybody's yeah. saying Kawhi is going to leave? I don't know why. He would. How would you go? How? Yeah. How? How would he? How Doesn't would make any sense? He's going to win it tonight. He's going to win mm -hmm. the. Congratulations to Canada <laughs> on the the map. By the way, Canada wins hockey. I mean, Stanley Lord Stanley made an appearance on ice. Mm -hmm. uh, the commissioner <laughs> gave a terrible speech. Sounded just like it was very. It's the annual tradition. He gets booed every year. Yeah, it's like Canada Christmas, though. I feel like I, mean, I feel like Game Seven of the Stanley Cup is a Canada Christmas. Oh yeah, the Canadian teams never win it, but they get excited. But all the players are from there or Russia. Yeah, it's like watching yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah, for us. It, yeah, exactly. It's there. That's a massive day, I think, for Canada. And then tomorrow night or tonight, they're gonna win the fucking the NBA championship, which is awesome. You locking it? Yeah, I just locked it up. <laughs> What's up, bro? Whenever you were reading a little reading, there was times there where I remember the McAfee curse being something. Mm -hmm. Not anymore. Mm. Things gone. Dead. Dead. Out can, the door. Can we talk about this, though? Since you locked them in, they won it all. Yeah. Okay. Last year, the Raptors fired the head coach of the year. Mm -hmm. Crazy move, right? Then this guy comes in, Nick Nurse, uh, Big Nick Energy. Is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, Big Nick Energy. Mm -hmm. I heard and that. Then, the and then they literally they trade away one of their best They're, franchise players they've ever had in franchise history the, yeah. for this guy that's supposed to leave after one year. And it's just like the Blues. Blues fire their coach midseason, right? Mm -hmm. right? Get rid of the goalie, bring in a new goalie, mm -hmm. win the cup. That means, hey, if you ain't moving, you're dead. That's a lot of balls <laughs> out of that GM. Well, it's Mark Jackson, man, right? He got run out of Golden State. Now he has to commentate every fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've talked about Mark Jackson. And he has a, a pretty dream scenario here. There's no pressure. He's got to talk next to Van Gundy. He's got to say mm -hmm. his six lines. What are they, Ty? Mama, there goes that man. <laughs> and 
Honestly, that's the only one I know that he does. <laughs> so this guy was a GM, and now he's commentating games? No, no, no. He was the head coach. He was the head coach of the Golden State Warriors. He was the one that couldn't get it done with the And then Steve Kerr comes in. Yes. Win. And he just automatically commentates all the primetime games. Good for you, Mark Jackson. The team you just got fired from, every primetime game. <laughs> <laughs> so just go. You know everything about the plays. Yeah. The facilities that you, you couldn't win in. The oh, players. No. Yeah, yeah. It's ter- it, I mean, I'm sure he's a gentleman about it. I'm sure he's a very, very astute man about it. I, I bet you Golden State has given him a ring at some point. Some yeah. point. I think he could have been coaching if he wanted to, and he's just stuck in the booth. I, would you, if you could be, this is like Dockage. I want to ask Dockage's question. Dan Dockage, who's very polarizing human being. I happen to be on the side that views every human on earth as a character in a movie. Mm-hmm. So you just take him as that and you don't really get to take anything too personal. You're just like, oh, like, okay, that's his character in the movie of life. That's his character in the movie of life. The Dan Dockage character in the movie of life, I find very hilarious. <laughs> I, I find very hilarious. I find the people that are hated by massive amounts of people and still have an incredible ego. I love them. I, I don't know how they do it. I love it. Dan Dockage is one of those guys. He's one of those guys, though, who could very much have a head coaching job, I think, somewhere. And he's even talked his way potentially into a couple head coaching jobs. But I think he enjoys commentating, and I think he enjoys the radio show. And that's a real – I bet you that's a real, like, like to do in their life. Like, what do you want to do? Would you rather do this or would you rather do this? Would you rather take a job and just be a loser, uh, probably? Or would you just like talking to a microphone with no pressure? Would you like to game plan and have to recruit all year round? Or would you just like to have to plan and scheme to talk to a microphone? Well, I mean, that, that's why Gruden stayed in the booth until he got $100 million to pull, mm-hmm. pull him out of it. You think Gruden's right. mad that it's that he's in there? You think Gruden's mad he's head coach right now? You think he's regretting it? Or do you think the money is just so goddamn great that he doesn't care? But he had money, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's been rich. Seven mil a year from ESPN. Yeah, and the Fired Football Coaches of America, yeah. Association of America. Let's not <laughs> undersell how much money that was making off of merch. Those visors <laughs> yeah. were fucking flying. <laughs> they were. Never sending them, how much he was flying. Getting, how much he was getting paid to do the fucking film room. And the tire commercial, don't forget. Oh, yeah, the quarterback coach club thing, whatever he said. Pool noodles out. Pool noodles out. So happy he might be a different hard breed, though. What's that? He might be a different breed. John He's in a league of his own, I think, in terms of that. He's in a world of his own. Yeah. He's just addicted to football. That's, I mean, that's the image, right? But I think that's probably true, isn't it? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think particularly in his case, it is. Maybe not for everybody, but I think in his case, it is. It's genuine. Let's say they lose again. If you're addicted to football, you you hate losing then, mm-hmm. right? Let's say they lose again, and then they lose again, and now they're four years into this 10-year, $100 million deal. Does John Gruden regret it, you think? He's a king of Vegas for a year. Not if he's fucking losing. Oh yeah, but, well, if he's regretting it when he's losing or not regretting it. No, no, I'm say, he said he would be the king of Vegas, and I said not if they're losing. Yeah, I think the away teams are the king of Vegas. I, I think the team in Vegas is strictly so that other teams' fan bases can come. <laughs> I, I, I honestly think that's what it is. Like, oh, we're playing Vegas. What that's weekend? Okay, yep. uh, we're all going to that one. Like, I think that's what it's going to be. I don't, I don't know. If there's going to be a lot. I don't of home think games. He, he'd regret it because I think he's the guy that if he came back and uh, if they fired him, let's say, I think ESPN would bring him back immediately. Is sure. he back there? Hey, Pat, in a long time, no talk, man. How you doing? Hey, Coach, I know you've been very busy in the OTAs. We're just talking about how important they are with uh, actual NFL players. I'm sure you feel the exact same way. OTAs has been going good. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, get gets a good uh, chance to get out there, see how the guys are spinning it. Uh, Derek Carr, I'll tell you what, man. I, he better show me something on hard knocks. I can't stand <laughs> that piss hand. I really can't, man. Gruden, you haven't been uh, on a microphone in a while. You really had a different voice there between the two answers. <laughs> well, you know, so 
sometimes you got to find it, you know? Comes <laughs> <laughs> and goes and spurts, you know what I mean, man? The, um, are you excited for uh, Hard Knocks coming to beautiful Oakland, California and get the, a chance to showcase an operation that you're running for $10 million a year over there? Couldn't be more excited, man. Really? Oh my God! You thought Rex Ryan was good on that thing? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be dropping f bombs uh, <laughs> fifty to sixty times per ten minutes on the show. All right. Are you gonna have any guest speakers come in and kind of like win over the entertainment value? And who would they be if you had a guest speaker come in? I have been in touch with Rich Gannon. Uh, <laughs> I, I want him in there. Uh, he moves the needle. He, by the way. He, everyone knows he moves the needle. All right. He's got the sidearm sling still, which is I've been trying to get Carta. You know, maybe equip that into his arsenal uh brad johnson you know <laughs> still love the guy i'll tell you what a cocksucker won't return my phone calls i don't know what the deal is there uh we might bring a couple guys up from the rat's nest back in tampa okay you know just kind of instill my vision into these guys uh it's gonna be a good time man i'm telling you coach a lot of people are wondering if there's gonna be any shots of you potentially burying your quarterback behind the scenes in meetings uh, about potentially crying last year, maybe not being the quarterback that you're you're hoping he was, maybe not being able to get Kyler because Arizona. Will there be any of that, or will you be very aware of the cameras, especially because you had Monday Night Football around your life for so long? Well, I'll be aware of the cameras, but uh, that ain't going to stop me from burying them, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, uh, again, the guy's a chicken shit. I've been showing him film of uh, Kenny Stabler, you know, just yeah. I, I, I want, I want someone tough out there, man. Not some guy who's going to be bitching and whining and pouting every time he takes a sack. Coach, it, it doesn't sound like you speak like this all the time, but Derek Carr, every time we hear you in either, any other media thing, you love him. So I, I'm <laughs> thankful that you open up here. Uh, are you worried about how Antonio Brown's going to act if he doesn't get about 10, 15 touches a game? Are you worried about managing uh, personalities over there with AB? I actually watch a video of AB uh, saying goodbye to his gym in Pittsburgh. And it was just a bunch of pictures of uh, goats on the wall. And then the last one was himself. And he uh, tapped himself on the, on the picture, and then he walked out. It was kind of a sad moment. It was, it was if we would have put, uh, it's been a long day without you. Without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. I would have leaked some tears oh, yeah. there if they would have put that behind it. Uh, are you worried about Antonio Brown's personality out there? Uh, a little bit, but I, I let him know right away. I said, listen, pal, this town ain't big enough for the both of us. All right? so, uh, it, it's my town. You better uh, you better sit your ass down and listen to me. First thing I did, I told him, listen, you got that, uh, that little fucking mustache, that blonde mustache? Get rid of it. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Give it some time. He's going to be throwing Derek Carr under the bus come week two or three. I'm, I'm looking forward to that, to be honest with you. So you and uh, AB are going to be a little tag team duo over there. Uh, yeah, I think so. You know, like I said, we got Nate Peterman still. Uh, I like the way he can sling the pill around the yard. Uh, he throws a lot, a very, very uh, catchable ball. Most catchable ball ever thrown in the Diggs, NFL. Dig scouts. He's got the all 52 or whatever it is, and he watches every rep that Nathan Peterman has ever took. 
He says he throws the most catchable ball in the NFL. Is that something that you have noticed as well? Yeah, I mean, he's misunderstood, I think. You know, you get some athletes around the guy who can actually play football. I mean, who, who's to say he won't throw 60, 65 touchdowns this year, man? Uh, a lot of people would. But uh, I honestly was thinking there was a chance he was colorblind. I, I was thinking there's a chance. chance. Nathan Peterman, full on colorblind. If you guys got him checked out for that, honestly, that's not a bad idea. We may we may look into that. I tell you what, I'm smacking his dick with the pool noodles. He, he knows when those are coming in, so I know he's not blind blind. But uh... not blind blind. Uh... <laughs> it's good in Oakland though. If he's colorblind, they see black and white anyways. That's what I'm talking about. But when he's with the Bills. I think he's I probably mean, one blue and red are the hardest colors to see. And you got the Patriots over there as well. I mean, you got a, a big time problem there for a potential colorblind quarterback. I think we should get him checked out. Just trying to get out of Buffalo. Well, let's not forget I'm a quarterback whisperer. Uh, you know, I can take guys who have typically been bags of shit and turn them into <laughs> NFL MVPs. <laughs> so, uh, you know, let's keep that in mind, please. <laughs> I had another question for you, but. The colorblind thing really just went. <laughs> my brain just started going ding, ding, ding. That might be true. Like, what if we solve the Nathan Peterman problem with 100% just, yeah, you're color. Somebody should play Uno with him, coach. Play Uno oh. with uh, Nathan Peterman, see how he mm, does. Draw four. Yeah, you can best believe I'm going to be dropping draw fours on his ass all day long. <laughs> you play Uno, coach? Uh, from time to time, you know, uh, it, it really relaxes me. Um, you know, I, I like giving guys a draw for maybe oh. the wild card on there. You know, I'm, I'm a great Uno player. Do you look up to any other coaches? Is there any other coaches that you look up to that you're like, you know what? I wish I was more like that person. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have another coach in the room that could potentially. Uh, talk to you about your your time with Hard Knocks because this guy knows TV, I think, better than you. Really? He was a doctor on television <laughs> at one point. He was a national champion. He was a head coach on television. I mean, this guy's been around the camera more than anything. Dr. Lou Holtz is joining us. Uh, <laughs> coach. Listen, it's been a long time since I've coached in this, in this thing called football, so you're probably talking to the wrong guy. Don't forget, I, I couldn't find a car at Walmart this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a great store. Hey, let me tell you something. You get the card there that they give you, and you flip it to them and say, hey, I'm a member. They say, here's some money off. I love it. I think that's, I think that's Costco, Coach. But, I mean, it's 100%. I no mean, wonder I got my car parked somewhere else. Yeah. It's a hell of a walk there. Now, listen, that's a good football team, and Oakland Raiders are going to be a great team. And I'm going to tell you something right now. Now, they're going up there to training camp, and it's all bells and whistles and white horses and blonde hair because they're up in Oxnard up there, right on the Galdarn Ocean up there. And I'm just telling you. I just don't think that's where they're at. Well, they did something up there with the Cowboys for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> La Puta Vita or something like that. I don't know if it was that's a guy a who played for me in South Bend or if it's a city in California. Listen, I, I, I wish you the best of luck to the guy back there with the bad hair. He's a funny one. <laughs> Hey, but hey, hey, let, oh, hold let, on, coach, go, hold on, coach. Hey, go, hey, let, coach, go, I go, what, hey, listen, let, coach, I'm coach, not going to say, listen to me now, <laughs> this is a good football team, don't put words in my mouth, and I, you can't sound like me anyway, so don't even try, but listen, hey, this is a good football team, and I like him, he looks coach. like a doll that my granddaughter has. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, Coach. It kind of sounds like you took a couple shots there, Coach Gruden. Wouldn't expect that from a guy Notre Dame like, but the good Christ. Uh, I thought he was coming for my job years ago. They always had him penciled in at Notre Dame, taking over as the head coach. I got news for you, Gruden. You and your gay brother, you stay in the backfield. <laughs> I don't have time for you talking about whispering the quarterback. Get them in the pocket, throw the football down the field, you'll have success. Oh, always need a pass rusher, though, Coach. Always. Hey, you got to find an edge rusher, Coach, somewhere. I'll tell you what, this Alden It's Smith, hard to find an Oakland. There was a kid named Alden Smith he was running up. Last I heard he was at a tiki bar a couple nights ago. Oh, also Khalil Mack. They had Khalil back there as well. Oh, he, he's still there. Good player. Okay. You don't get rid of a guy like that. He's going to be good in Oakland this year. <laughs> no good football coach should ever do that. <laughs> Now, we do know in the NFL, Coach, it's a lot different than in college. The coach is not making those decisions. There's a lot of businesses. It's not just scholarship. There's a lot of money. Uh, after signing for $100 million, Coach Gruden was on record saying that $90 million is a lot of money, man. Uh, so he was in a tough spot. Coach Gruden was in a tough spot. Let's talk about you being in a tough spot. I saw a picture of you on the internet eating at an Applebee's alone in a corner. Coach. I saw that, too. I'll tell you what, these sons of bitches going around with their phones. Keep it in the car. Let me eat my grits in peace. Good. Lord, I don't know what is going on with these kids these days, but I'll tell you one thing. I saw a couple kids that could rush, that could rush the pastor while I was at that Applebee's. almost went up, introduced myself, and dropped a card. Used to be the head football coach at the University of Notre Dame. <laughs> hey, that's a good football team. Hey, what are we talking about now? The Jets? No. I coached there, don't forget. I was the Big Apple in the Big Apple. Don't forget yourself. I wore a bucket hat on my head. People thought I was about a 12-year-old ball boy, but I had some fun out there. Hey. Oh, uh, thank you, Coach, so much. Uh, coaches, appreciate you guys. <laughs> Might bring you back in here if you can wait on the line. I saw a one-armed I got. Ball. I'm sorry, but I got eggs on the stove. I got to run. This is fun. Mother, I'll be right there. <laughs> Oh. I think the craziest thing about that whole thing is that Coach, Coach Lou Holtz, who is, what, 100 years old? His, <laughs> At least. his mom is still there. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. 180. There was a one-armed ball boy for the Kansas City Chiefs. I would like to talk to him. I, I, we have a lot of listeners in Kansas City, both Missouri mm -hmm. and Kansas. Anybody that can link up with the Chiefs, there's a one-armed ball boy for the quarterbacks yeah. for the Chiefs on the NFL Network. Legendary guy. Le catching ball. Like, yeah, lefty. Catching... <laughs> <laughs> That one just came right down the pipe, didn't it? That just came right down the fucking pipe, didn't it? You couldn't the pipe, Pat. The pipe. We, I, I gave you the information earlier. I'm sorry. I, I, I want to apologize to his, his entire family. Not just, not just his immediate family. Not just the immediate family. But his entire... I mean, the cousins that are out west. I'm apologizing to you. The physicians up in Connecticut that are... I apologize to them, too. It's everybody. I covered the whole campus there. Anybody went to school with this guy? I apologize. You gave him an extra buck when he was slinging papers? I apologize. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you had to get that arm newspaper out. Newspaper out. Uh, show's over. <laughs> you guys have an incredible Thursday, man. Thanks to AQ for joining us. We had a very large guest lined up, and something very terrible happened. Like, that is a very serious mm -hmm. thing. T's and P's for our guest that was coming. Uh, he will be rescheduling to next week. Uh, also, Gordon Hayward's coming on the show next week. Awesome. Oh. Gordon Hayward will be coming on the show next week. Cool. Speaking of bad injuries. Oh, yeah. 
What, we talked about why is it, what, what about being uh, an eighth of an inch away from a national championship in the city that your school's from? Mm-hmm. How, uh, what have you done for me lately? How about a, finding a great haircut? Finding a barber oh, and becoming boy. the most handsome guy on Incredible earth? Incredible glow up for him. quite a transformation there. Glow up, he is yeah. a handsome <clears throat> motherfucker. I, I would like people to tweet me questions they would like me to ask Gordon Hayward. This is a guy who went literally the picture of back then, hoes didn't want me. Mm-hmm. Now I'm hot. Hose all on me. Oh, yeah. Actually, I think he's married with four kids, so yeah. that's yeah. not really a good depiction, but you know what I'm saying. Good-looking dad. Good-looking dad he is. Him and that DJ, Calvin Klein. Dan Orlovsky. Uh, D- Calvin, uh, Calvin Harris. Harris, who, yeah, he got very attractive. Orlovsky got attractive mm. all of a sudden. Um, old Cuzzy, Gordon Hayward, though, might be the biggest transformation of guy who didn't seem to really give a single fuck if he looked good. He was just a baller mm-hmm. at, at Butler and in Indiana. Then he goes to Utah, disappears for a while, kind of goes Amish. It seemed like I didn't mm-hmm. see him for a couple mm-hmm. of years. G- then he starts getting like, what was that? Z? Oh, he was churning butter. Because Amish. Yeah. In Utah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where the Mormons are. Excuse me. I said Amish, though. I mean, <laughs> that is my fault. That is, you know, I would like you to know that. I accidentally put that seed into your head. Yeah. I said Amish, and the first thing that you thought of whenever I said Amish was just like, churning butter. Yeah. So loquacious. It's <laughs> my new words for today. Okay. Are we going to try to learn new words? Yeah. Every day I'm going to try to put a new you word play here. word association with Zito one day. Yeah, Let's do it right now. Yep. Woof. Woo. It's not a word. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Flair would say otherwise. <laughs> By the way, I'm super excited for Zito's glow up whenever th- whenever this sells for billions of dollars and he looks like fucking Mario Lopez in two hey. years. <laughs> I can't wait. The barber. The barber we asked about. Because Zito is of uh, Cuban heritage. So Zito's family. Good pun. What's that? Good pun there. Was I playing words for hair? <laughs> It was. You're 100% right. I'm so fucking good. The, he's of Cuban descent, um, and he's from Chicago. And I don't know much about the Cuban people other than incredible coffee, incredible sandwiches. Dominoes. Great Domino's card games as well. There's a mm. place called Little Havana in love Indiana it. that I love. I go to it. A guy's name is George. He's from Cuba. His whole family runs the place. They're very hospitable. It's it's an awesome thing. It's all I really know about They're Cuba. They're passionate Not lovers. great at missile crises. Oh, come on, Dude, Tony. Jesus, Jesus. Come on. Great Bill. answers, You want to take any shots at one arm, guys? Do <laughs> <laughs> you want to do that? That box has already been checked. Again, <laughs> again I need to apologize no, 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 unreservedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I, I would like it to be said. Gorman's thoughts do not reflect the opinions of the entire oh, show. Correct. Put it on your Twitter, Gorman, mm-hmm. please. I am a fan of that guy. I saw him make some plays today so on his own Stud. Doesn't sound like it. But the uh, Zito. <laughs> The, now, this might be wrong, but mm. most Cubans have incredible hair. Yes, they do. That is like something, right? And you do not. You have a great personality. Uh, <laughs> you're very athletic. You have quick feet. Thank you. Uh, you're an incredible gamer. The, mm-hmm. Tens of people watch you play every single night. <laughs> you are a hilarious human being. You're a director of morale. Thank you very much. But the hair is just not something that has come fully together on top of your head yet, and we don't know if that's ever going to happen. Yeah, I drew the uh, short straw on that for sure. Yeah, but it's crazy because uh, me and Diggs were looking at Zeet's Instagram like a couple oh, weeks boy, ago. Was like, that a good? Yeah, like pictures back run. to like 2012. Zeke used Great to have a good head of hair. I, I, I know. I see a gif every once in a while, him dumping a beer on his yep, head yep. and then pouring it back. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, one of the little Zetoites will send that. <laughs> it's called a Fret Riley, that thing was. 
You pour beer in your head and you slick it back. Well, it looked I incredible. Like it. You had great yeah. hair. And you say that you lost your hair because your mom used hairspray on your head? Yeah, you know, she's put gel in my hair like at like a young age, and I think it kind of stunted the hair growth. Like got to be glue? Yeah. I oh, with believe. the two in there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember shit that, was, that shit. That shit was a, it's basically like hydroxy cut for your hair. It's just not good. <laughs> There's probably a loss over the long haul. But it's going to get the job but done. But it's going to get the job done. That's that's where your fault. That's all it is. That and, was my downfall for sure. But nowadays on the internet, I watched a guy who had no beard at all, had a bad beard, <laughs> bad beard, bad 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 beard. They put glue on this guy's face, cut out a, like a, a fake wig, cut it off, glued it to his face, trimmed it up, and it looked like Rick Ross, like that. I've never really? seen anything like it before in my life. And they said it was good for four to five days. That wow. what? Four to five days. That With guy showers was, and everything. Yeah, you go on a vacation somewhere. What's the matter? You don't shower. Hey, come on, Nick. True. <laughs> at night. I shower at night. Everyone knows that. I'm no. going to shower after this. <laughs> Nobody no. knows that. Oh, you're right. Because you play until like 1 a.m. There's no... And then you got McDonald's or Taco Bell after that. Yep. And it's like no, 2 or 3 I can't. I can't because Taco Bell closes at 12. It's a whole f- fiasco, but... Yeah. I, I don't eat at night now. But you, she literally just talked about You just you bold face lies. You literally had Big Mac at 3 a.m. <laughs> On Monday night. Yesterday. Yeah. That was... I, I slipped. <laughs> I never go to McDonald's. It's too far. Except that yesterday. time. Technically, that is... Yeah. Well, I guess not. Dude, last no. episode. <laughs> well, because yeah. it's 1220 right now, but technically it would have been yesterday morning. In you my defense, I did not eat. Uh, I only no. ate breakfast that day. <laughs> but there's no there's no defense to this. It, it's you said you don't do something, and you literally did it less than 24 hours. But it's ago. all right if you have a defense to it. Uh, yeah, but also, no I, way I, that's true. I'm kind of on the fence here. I mean, like it's to a degree. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. Uh, but our barber said that he could give you a full head of hair, no problem. Look, it would just, I believe him. If I give him a quick 50 spot, he said he'd be able to run down a place and get Zito a full head of hair. A weave? I, I, it happened to him once. No, no. Yeah, the one barber did it the one time. It's that shake. Zito looked incredible. Incredible. They shape it up. They like, draw like on your face. It's like it's a like Carlos Boone. Boozer. Yeah. Yeah. And Ray Lewis, LeBron, Ray, Boozer, and Zito. I mean, this thing, and it's like a dry erase board on the fucking head. They can draw. Two asphalt guys come in, they mix it up in the back, they lay it down. Looks perfect. Is it, now, is it shower proof? No, that, that, you can't get it wet at all. Well, he told me he needed to get the the protective layer that he didn't put that there. Yeah, you got to seal it. Yeah, you got to seal <laughs> it. Oh my like God. on shoes? Like, yeah. you got that option? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the water driplets just hit it and just fall right off. Rain-X? Fucking Rain-X on Zito's head. I, I think we should do a photo shoot of yeah. full-headed Zito. I think uh, full-haired Zito. I think we should think about it. I'm in. I think it would be hilarious. Yeah, it would crush. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I look... I was trying to send the guy the other day to like, yeah, let's go do it now because like, that's the way I operate. But yeah. he was like, oh, yeah, we figured it out next time. I was like, okay. Yeah, he we tried to charge me 100 by the way, for that. And then he brought it down to you for 50 Yeah, he told me, I think, 50 bucks to go get it. Give you the discount. Yeah, but he's got to fucking put it. He's got to Bob Ross your head, bro. <laughs> Give a little respect for 50 bucks. <laughs> he's no, got, I'm happy you brought the price down. Well, yeah, I'm splitting it with you. Just this one's for me. That's all it is. <laughs> I, this one's 100% for me just to see your full headed. I almost want to put the glue down and give him a full. Oh, yeah, just let him yeah. go stunt for a weekend. Are we thinking like long hair? Like a curly hair? perm what looking. Whatever you want, dude. They, they have. <laughs> um, I want a perm on you. Ladies and gentlemen, the show is coming to an end soon. We're saving our best for last. But now a time for Zito reading. Thank you, Pat. 
We got your Father's Day Jesus. gift. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in hot. That's on me. I like the energy. That's on me. I just wasn't expecting it. It's late. It's 1 a.m. That's on me. Can I say? We got your Father's Day gift covered this year. <laughs> Hold on. Day. Is this because people have been talking about how you turned into like a sex phone operator? Whenever yes. Is that why you came in for the yell? Or the yeah, I try to catch people off guard there. So oh seductive. Which one do you want? I don't know which one. Somewhere in the middle. Hey, you? No. You do use. You know, these are your ad reads, not mine. Okay. Do I start from the beginning? You... You can do whatever you want. I don't think uh, I remember the first word. You maybe said. just honor the punctuation for once. It's stars. I don't know what the stars mean. Hey, you're a big time punctuation guy. Yeah, I don't. I haven't learned the stars yet. Asterisks. Had <laughs> a baby. Oh Jesus. <laughs> we got your father's. Day. <laughs> All right. We got your Father's Day gift covered this year. Father's Day is right around the corner, and everyone's done. All of the standard gift items: clothes, cologne. I just think your emphasis is wrong. It, it was just one sentence. There's no punctuation at all. <laughs> I ran a breath. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all right. You're doing okay, man. Just keep it going. Just pl- just plow right fucking through this right. thing. Close cologne. A nice bottle of liquor. Done. 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 We've got something different and much better <laughs> than any of those for you. Any of those for you this Father's Day. Fuego Box, a craft. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuego Box. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah. Fuego Box, a craft hot sauce store and subscription club has put together a ton of spicy gifts options at all price points. Nice. <laughs> Whether dad is the insane hot or just. What, what, do you, what do you want, Dix? What do you want from me? <laughs> okay, don't let him judge you. Man. I said that right. What did I say wrong? You said whether dad is insane hot. hot. Like you're talking about DILFs. <laughs> and it says whether dad is into insane heat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were talking Phil. about sauce. Yeah, and Phil's in the room. <laughs> CFO Phil's in the Foreshadow. room. Foreshadow. Big time DILF. I don't think we ever talked about it. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Cut. <laughs> Let's call forward, huh? Whether dad is into insane heat or just wants something to add some flavor to the barbecue this summer. Yeah, okay. Fuego Box has you covered. Yeah. They're also offering our listeners a special promo at 10% off any purchase. Just go to FuegoBox.com slash America. That's FuegoBox.com slash America. And your discount will automatically be applied. And that is FuegoBox.com. Slash America. We've been talking about this company for a long time. Mm. Especially if you're trying to get healthy and food tastes bland, Fuego Box puts together boxes of hot sauces and taste sauces that are so damn delicious and healthy, by the way. Mm-hmm. They, they, mm-hmm. they have low calorie, mm. low carb options in it's there. He saved your guys' life during the weight yeah, loss really challenge. Uh, Fuego uh, Box is legit and it shows up in a cool box. Very cool box. The box is multi. Use. Oh, yeah. You're use it for something It looks else. like a military ammo box. Uh, cool as shit. I like Fuego Box a lot. And also, I like... Hot sauce. Because it's multiple hot sauces in the box. Uh, it's That was one thing that we did potentially you know, have to correct on Jeffrey Gorman every single time he said <laughs> it. was a box of hot sauce. Sis. Yeah. Not just one of them. It was a bunch oh, of them. I just got that. Because it's an array of hot sauces. I thought yeah. it was like sizz, like it's so hot. Hot sauce. You know what was so hot? You're reading today. Thank you. You did great. What did Phil think over there? Phil, what did you think of the reading? Thumbs there? up or thumbs down? Thumbs oh, down. Come on, Phil. That was tough. I did not expect him to do that against the crowd right there in yeah, your he face. He gladiatored me. Fuegobox.com slash hot sauce. America. America. <laughs> he had to pull the paper back out. <laughs> That's tough. Let's get back.
Oh, uh, I got a perm one time. It wasn't good. What does a perm mean? Just curly? Yeah, but it, it literally Hi, takes curls. it all the way down. Yeah. It's tight. Like I thought I had this long hair. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm on permanent. I'm gonna get the Justin Timberlake loose. Like I'm it was back when InSync was better, much yeah. better than Backstreet Boys. Call yeah. And I got the perm, and instead it just took my hair from being very long to about a half an inch long. <laughs> it's like, it looked like just a bunch of little springs on my fucking head. I want him to have Charlie Murphy's hair. <laughs> I respect oh. it. I like that a lot. Charlie Murphy. From Chappelle Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not actually Charlie Murphy. Correct. Is he still? You no, he passed no, away. He's he R. did. R. He passed away. Peace. A couple years ago. Hey, rest in peace, Charlie. Unity. Something happened with Eddie Murphy. Really? Remarried, probably? He's talking to animals. And then... Yeah, he had a kid. That had his ninth kid about... Like, not too long ago. Did he really? Ninth or twelfth kid. Something yeah. happened. Jeez. Everybody calls him just the coolest dude on earth, huh? Not his ex-wives. He's been Now I think his ex-wives really? would say he's like the coolest dude on earth. Where's he been? They did the roast of him, and everybody went up there and was like, yeah, you're the, yeah, you're, you're the coolest guy. Yes, he <laughs> he's had so much money for so long. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like so, since he was like nineteen, he's been rich. It's How like, do we oh. feel about those roasts? By the way, I'm starting to think about them. I don't well, know. I think uh, it's you know a lot of them don't write their own jokes. Depends on the day. So what do you do? You so just show up thing. and they give you like a thing to read. They have writers to help you. I like I, the idea of a roast. Yeah, but yeah, love a lot of them are pretty. Uh, yeah, more of a potluck they're, guy. They're like and roasts are tough anyway. It's like ten percent. <laughs> all right, there's. A great joke. Yeah. But then 90% of them, you're like, ah. What are you more of, you know? A potluck guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeff Ross is pretty good, though, at roasting. That's all he does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... Roastmaster General. That one where he went to prison was awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one where he went to prison and watched it. I, I hated him, obviously, early. I, I think you're supposed to hate him early. But then once, once you watch him work, it's just like... It's like watching a painter paint yeah. up there whenever he gets up there, especially with how terrible everybody else is. And then he gets up there, it's just <laughs> like a fucking berry Just fillets him, yeah. yeah. Does he do stand-up too? I don't know. I honestly don't know. If he did, he probably just did crowd work, right? And just ruin everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I assume it's just that's an easy way to do crowd He does stand-up because he, he does that show, the the mics with um, the insomniac guy. David uh, Tell. David Tell. Bumping mics or Bumping something mics, like that. Bumping mics, yeah. And they so they would perform together. And it was like more on the fly stuff. And a buddy of mine is a comedian that said the best thing ever. He goes, they should just rename that, rename that show. God damn, David Tell's way funnier than Jeff Ross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeff Ross didn't deserve it. <laughs> that Insomniac show got me through a couple years of my life on Comedy Central, man. He doesn't drink anymore, right? He's completely sober. Yeah, that was a good show, though. Great show. I loved it. I would have loved to see that if it was like totally uncensored. Yeah. If it would have been like on HBO oh, or something imagine? and they just gave him free reign. Yeah, that would really be crazy. Do you ever see the old like Rat Pack roast? That's what I was thinking about. Where the they all wore tuxes yeah. up there. Don, yeah. Don Rickles was the king. And they just took they just took turns being like <laughs> incredibly racist to Sammy well, Davis Jr. Well, that's what I'm saying. Don Rickles. I think it, yeah. I think if Don Rickles was around right now, he would have got just buried oh. so quickly with the things he said. Yeah. They I forget what late night show host brought him in. Somebody brought him in because he is a comedy legend, and mm-hmm. he was treated as such whenever he came on the stage. And I think he just let one fly like it was the seventies again. And he just, you know, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, God, I gotta stop that. I think he got dumped. I read it on the internet, but yeah, Don Rickles used to be the guy out there, right? Dean Martin, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was just another uh, they, Dino. They just figured out ways to get drunk on TV and talk. Right? Yes, that's yes. all they were trying to do. Like every, like <laughs> the what was it? Dean Martin or Frank Sinatra? No, which one had the uh, the variety show? Um. Dean Martin, wasn't Dean it? Martin, I yeah, think I Dean think Martin's variety show. Because yeah. uh, I thought about bringing back a variety show. Yeah. I thought it would be a cool mm-hmm. thing to do. 
uh, for television. If you get a good budget behind it, that could probably be a pretty sweet show that would do well right now. Um, and once you start watching, I started watching them on YouTube. I think they were on. It was just like, oh, like they were literally just looking for ways to get drunk on television and film themselves. <laughs> they were. That's exactly what the variety show. What do you want to see? I uh, like see a pianist like do something awesome. All right, I'll get a pianist in the show. A penis? Uh, a penis, yeah. Penis. All smoking six. Yeah, All smoking six, yeah. drinking whiskey, and then they're like, the best piano player on earth is just playing right there. And it's like, all right, thanks a lot, man. <laughs> it's like, uh, what else do we want? A uh, good magician. All right, we'll bring in the greatest magician on earth. Hey, great fucking show, man. All right. That was what D. Martin did. That was their entire, that was the Rat Pack thing. Like, we're, oh, yeah. We're cooler than you are, and we're just going to get paid to get drunk on TV and crush it. That's what I they did. Those guys got laid so oh much. Because yeah. there were no, they were the, like the only six cool guys. Sin- you know what I mean? <laughs> Sinatra's kids getting laid oh, because yeah, of his yeah, dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure he could sing well. I mean, I wouldn't judge him. Maybe. Show's Frank Sinatra Jr.? Yeah. Dead. Oh, come on. Show's over. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'm not being, I'm really he's, he's, he's dead, over. yeah. He died recently. Yeah. Right? Oh, well, yeah. He got kidnapped when he was a kid, don't forget. Oh, I forgot about Sinatra that. Sinatra came out with some big coin after yeah. that and said, yeah, I'm going to F this guy up after I pay him. Italians. Oh. This is what you guys do. Mm-hmm. Even your prized gem, Frank Sinatra, is not safe from other Italians. We leave the kids out of it. No, you don't. You took the kid. <laughs> I mean, Frank Sinatra Jr. was a kid. He wasn't really a kid. <laughs> <laughs> seven, Tony. You, know, you can look at Dix's face and just tell that he knows nothing about what he's talking about. Nothing you at think all. He was seven years old, Tony. Yeah, but I'm, yeah. <laughs> all right, show's over. Heartland uh, Radio 2.0 is tomorrow. It'll be a good one, I assume. Uh, Todd, are you going to have Al on? Yeah, I think Al Jackson's going to come in. Al Jackson's a comedian. He has a nationally syndicated talk show. Yep. It's on the television. Podcast. He has a podcast Frank with Kelly Frank Caliendo, who was a guest on here a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Good friend of mine. Oh, yeah. Now great. we are friends. Yeah, man. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the greatest thing, dude. Sometimes you got to go through some shit before you yeah. become friends with somebody. And he and I are friends. Uh, he went, Al Jackson, if you want to look him up before tomorrow's Heartland Radio 2.0, went viral because his job on this talk show is be like the funny guy, you know, like I think bring light of it. And they were talking about something and everybody was like talking around the subject and had race involved. And he was the only black guy I think up there. <laughs> and he delivered like a four minute fucking like one of the most truth sermon sermon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One of the most like truth sermon things. And they like went to break and they were like, all right, we got to go to break. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it went viral and it went huge. I met him at the Bob and Tom show. He's uh he's a good dude from, I've never really hung out with him outside of that, but I've enjoyed him and seen him go viral was pretty cool. What made you question yourself? There was truth serum. Mm-hmm. That's so close um, to, to doing a sermon. Which one are they saying? The serum is what I was looking for. Both your serum is you, you but inject he was yourself delivering a sermon with a serum and you have to, tell the truth so i was right there yeah you're yeah, right yeah, yeah. you yep. mix the two together which is actually pretty P- cool pike or pipe bud because it was coming <laughs> it was no coming words. right down a callback. the pipe <laughs> boy dicks. <laughs> boy dicks. this is as well the show's over <laughs> <laughs> this happened three times ty schmidt hit the music